Welcome to Down in the Den. I'm your host, Mars, and today we're going to be talking about episode two of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So let's get into it. So episode two was titled The Star-Spangled Man, and there was some interesting parallels between John Walker as the new Captain America and Steve Rogers as the original Captain America. We opened the episode with John Walker in the locker room, getting ready to make his debut as the new Captain America. We see who I believe is his wife and his partner giving him a pep talk and just kind of going over that it's going to be all right. And this is part of the job. He's a bit nervous, taking on the mantle, obviously. Uh, and then we cut to his high school and we see the band doing a huge celebration. If you pay attention to the tune that the band was playing, it was the Star Spangled Man tune from the original Captain America. So I thought that was a really nice touch. You would imagine that that would become a trademark tune for Captain America. Uh, I saw some cool synergy with Disney and Good Morning America interviewing uh, John Walker and going over his background. So it's letting the audience know it almost took in the place to let the audience know why this soldier was picked to be the new Captain America. And they let us know that he's won uh, three Medal of Honors, the only uh, person to ever have done that. He's been in many, many battles and has tons of accolades. Not only that, uh, he's the peak of physical uh, health as well as uh, ability and, and intelligence. So he's a, he's a perfect candidate on paper uh, to be the new Captain America. We then cut to Bucky and Sam, respectively, uh, really just dealing with the fact that there's somebody not named Steve Rogers with the shield. And Bucky is extremely upset that Sam gave away the shield. We later find out why, and we'll touch on that. We then see the scene from the trailer uh, where they talk about the big three, and and that was pretty awesome. And Bucky goes on uh, the mission with Sam to help locate the Flag Smashers. Now, I had read somewhere that they're going to really try to get away from uh, the gunplay that Bucky is known for when he was a winter soldier, he was more of a killer. But I found it odd that he went into this clandestine battle really with no association and no weapons. He, I mean, I understand he has a vibranium arm, but to my knowledge, it just really gives him super strength in one arm. I, I don't know if that's really so much of a superpower. I know he also has a version of the super soldier serum. So he has uh, strength and enhanced speed. But still, uh, you're taking on uh, a bunch of super soldiers with uh, not even a gun. That that was kind of weird to me, but fine. Uh, we see a very similar battle, uh, not nearly as extravagant as the first 10 minutes of episode one, but we see another battle with uh, Sam and Bucky taking on the Flag Smashers. Uh, some of the special effects were a little bit wonky, especially when it comes to Sam flying, uh, but still very, very good special effects and uh, still movie quality. Um, 
we go from there where right when the battle is turning against Sam and Bucky, we see the new Captain America, John Walker, and his partner, Battlestar. I can't remember his name of the character, but he goes by Battlestar, and they come to help join uh, the battle. And they still pretty much get their ass kicked by the Flag Smashers. From there, we see uh, the slow walk back, almost a walk of shame from Sam and Bucky after they lost their battle to the Flag Smashers. And the new Captain America, John Walker and Battlestar, pull up in an army jeep and offer them a ride. And eventually they take the ride. And uh, so far, John Walker seems like a pretty good guy. He, he seems like a legit good guy. Um, he, There was a small little turn uh, that I noticed when Battlestar gets kicked off the ship and, uh, or sorry, the truck. And luckily, John Walker was able to save him by using the shield to, the vibranium shield to catch his fall. And if you notice... He says, you shouldn't have done that. And he got a little darker. So I definitely feel there's going to be a case where John Walker has some mental issues, some PTSD from all of the battles that he has been in. We then see um, Sam and Bucky go to Baltimore where we see Isaiah Bradley, which was a really, really cool scene. Um, Isaiah Bradley, to those who don't know, was the Captain America after the original Captain America went on ice, where the U.S. military took a bunch of black soldiers and tested them with their new version of the super soldier uh, serum. And we see there's a little bit of history between the Winter Soldier and Black Captain America. So that was uh, very interesting in their role and really, really sad because, you know, this really happened. The Korean War was not too long ago. And, you know, if you know anything about the Tuskegee experiment, we were used, and when I say we, African-Americans, were used as guinea pigs. So I, I, I know a lot of people may be turned off by this racial issue, but so far... I think they're doing it really, really well where it's not in your face, but it's still prevalent in an underlying current of the episode. So I thought that was really cool and, and a really good aspect. And if you notice, the grandson who opened the door is going to be one of the young Avengers. So that's going to be really interesting uh, development later on. We then see uh, Sam just furious that he didn't know that there was a black super soldier. And uh, he asked if Cap knew about this. And Bucky let him know that, you know, he didn't. He kept it to himself. It wasn't a Tony Stark uh, situation like in Civil War where he knew that Bucky had killed Tony's parents. But, uh, yeah, it was just a, a, a unique, unique uh, meeting of the minds, I would say. And then we see the police pull up and I kind of touch on elements that go on today, unfortunately, where uh, the black man is instantly looked at as the aggressor by the police until he realized who he was. And then they humbled themselves. And uh, ironically, the one that ended up in cuffs was Bucky for violating his uh, 
conditions of a pardon. So that was an interesting aspect. We then forward to the police station and uh, Bucky ends up being released by John Walker, the new Captain America. And we have a scene that we also saw in the trailer with Bucky and Sam in counseling. And they're just not getting along. Uh, Eventually, I think we know how this ends, but they're just not getting along. And they pretty much say, we do this. We get this, and then when we go our separate ways. It's just very 48 hours, buddy cop movie. But I, I think we all realize that they're going to end up being the best of friends by by time this is over. But just a very interesting confrontation. out of the After they got out of the police station, John Walker and Battlestar were attempting, once again, to get Sam and Bucky to join them. And when they pretty much said, hey, we do our a lot of our work off the radar it doesn't make sense you are as government as government can be and we do our thing off the radar so it doesn't make sense for us to join and at that point john walker once again gives that dark turn where he says hey um stay out of my way and he definitely meant that we also saw what the flat smashers were doing they seem a bit more sympathetic every time i see them uh, their whole model, one world, one people. I don't see anything wrong with that. And they were taking vaccinations to help uh, impoverished people, almost like Robin Hood. In fact, one of the townsmen called them Robin Hood. So uh, I I got a feeling that who we feel are the villains are definitely going to end up not being the villains when all is said and done. Uh, We also saw one of the Flag Smashers sacrifice themselves to let the others get away. So they're definitely serious about their cause, and and they're getting a lot of popularity across the globe, is what it appears to me. Um, After that, we ended up with uh, another unique uh, meeting between Sam and Bucky as they decide that, or it suggested that they just take the shield. Bucky says, Hey, you know, let's take the shield. Let's just, let's do it. Let's just take the shield and handle this ourselves. And Sam rightly tells him, Hey, last time we stole the shield, Sharon ended up being an enemy of the state. And we ended up on the run for two years. This is not what we want to do. So we know that, uh, eventually Sam gets the shield. We've, we've seen the in the trailer. That's not a surprise. But I don't know what's going to happen and how quickly. We know it's only six episodes, so I would imagine episode three, we're going to see John Walker lose that shield for some reason. And there's been rumors that his character may even pass away in the third episode. I don't foresee that happening, but I certainly can foresee him snapping and ending up really hurting someone and getting caught on camera and and, uh, end up having to... Uh, give away the mantle of Captain America and becoming U.S. agent. Uh, USA agent? U.S. agent? USAA? I don't know. It, it gets confusing saying that. But uh, the, the, it, it was still very interesting. So far, I do not like the show as much as I like WandaVision. And maybe because this show is more grounded. And I actually think it would have been better off as a movie. WandaVision led itself for its TV format. This, while very enjoyable, definitely Marvel quality, I'm definitely going to follow through. An action movie being stretched out over 
six weeks. I don't know if that works for me. And I think it would have been better off this as a movie. And they could have even called it Captain America 4. Just like Thor 4 is going to have a new Thor. I think it would have worked if they did this as Captain America 4 simply with Falcon and and, uh, Winter Soldier. Or even with uh, John Walker. But uh, so far, I still really, really like the show. Um, Trying to think, is there anything else that really happened? Of course, uh, we saw... Man, I'm sorry, I watched it at 3 in the morning, so I'm still a bit groggy. But we also saw that they decided, hey, this might be Hydra. We need to find out about Hydra. And we see Zemo, and that's how it ends. The episode ends with them showing the cell with Zemo, and and I take it next episode they're going to try to get Zemo and and get as much information as possible. So, so far, so good. I give this episode three and a half stars out of uh, five. It was good. I don't think it was great, but it was very good, very enjoyable. I watched it once at three in the morning, and I'll watch it again a little bit later. Uh, But that is the recap and review of Falcon and the Winter Soldier in under 15 minutes. As always, thank you for listening. Subscribe and deuces.